Hey folks, I'm Mark Thompson at supersimple365.com and I've got updates for lists, OneDrive, Outlook, SharePoint, Stream, Teams and a few from around Microsoft 365. Uh, welcome to our first update for January. Let's get straight into it. Okay, and our first one is for lists. Microsoft Lists calendar week layout. Just, what day is it today? Just yesterday. I could have used this. Okay, so I've got somebody who um, has created a calendar in uh, in lists. And it looks real good. It's just for their events. We have it set up so um, in, a, in a channel, people go to the, into this one Teams channel. They update the calendar. Uh, they select certain types of events. So when people then look at other calendars, so other channels, and then they look at the calendar in there, it's filtered to show only the events which are relevant to that channel. Um, and it looks great, but it'd be nice to be able to just split things out a little bit. Look at the screen now. If we just zoom in a little bit, see how it's just kind of, you can see the, the um, day by day by day across the top. And down here, we've got the hours. That would have been great. Anyway, folks, so let's get back to the slides. You can switch easily between the month and uh, the week layout uh, layouts. Supports all the features you'd expect. So some of that nice stuff. It's not on that, it's not on this screen. I do apologise, but the ability to, to drag stuff to unscheduled, drag it around on, on the, the different time slots, all that, and it updates the metadata for the event automatically. That all works, and it is due mid to late January. So I, the second I see that, I'll be using it. That's going to be a really nice uh, layout. So straight on to OneDrive. No activity column in OneDrive. So. I know I've talked about this before, and you probably have this, but I've been talking about this for so long that I thought I'd better just give you a reminder that it's here. Now, look at this on the right-hand side. We've got our activity column. Now, there's nothing in it, because this is from uh, my tenant that I use just for, for checking stuff. So in there, it would it would show me updates like um, uh, user comments, uh, the updates, what people have done with it. So in my OneDrive, if I'm sharing a file, this column will help me keep up to date with what other people are doing with those files. And it's available for many of us now. However, might be as late as mid-February for some people. Look at that second bullet point there. Also appears on the new home experience. Let's see what that is all about. So, OneDrive Home. This is a new experience you're gonna get when you open OneDrive online. So you can see here over on the right hand side, we have this new icon here, this new button here, sorry. Uh, and this is this, this is where, where you end up. So it shows you the, all the files that, you, that you've opened up. Now you can see here that you can just filter it by your Word, your Excel, your PowerPoint, whatever it might be. And of course we've got our activity. So that's the last thing I just showed you on that previous slide. Here you can see the type of activities you get for others have edited it, um, people have shared it. That's probably a good one. Who else is sharing that document? Um, anyway, so that's looking quite good. Oh, what you're used to, my files, that is still there. Due early to late February 2023. I quite, quite like that. If you go to the blog, uh, I've got more information about it and I show you uh, the before and after the change. Okay, so onto our third main app already. Meeting recap on Outlook on the web. So you've got a, at the moment this is for scheduled team meetings. You can see here that after the meeting, the person has opened the, the inv invitation again, and at a glance, they see in the recap 
the notes which they can read the agenda the recording the transcript the attendance oh, i think this is going to be great so so um like i said it's for scheduled meetings only. there's all sorts of other types of activities or meetings that it that it won't show for but i bet you those will catch up if you are interested in that hop over to the blog and you'll see um just a reminder that none of this stuff is actually stored in outlook it's just stored it's still stored in its original place um these are just links and the original uh the owner has still got control of them due folks uh late february to late may it's got quite a long tail that hasn't it for a web app okay so you just caught me having a drink there i apologize so outlook um delayed I look on the web, uh, update locations for message compose options. So that's just some of the details going from the bottom up to the top of that compose. Uh, reactions to email uh, messages in classic Outlook. So you can already do this on the line, uh, online. They do for classic um, as late as March for some folks. So this is the ability just to give a thumbs up or a smiley face to an email, which I think is a great alternative to replying saying, yeah, I've got it. Yeah, that's okay. Or yeah, yeah that's fine. Just give it a thumbs up. That's cool. Okay, context IQ, inline search during email composing outlook, now due by early February. So that's just the ability to start typing. Through the curly outside and start typing something, it will then search people, files, all sorts of stuff. It's, it's a really nice looking feature, but a little bit delayed. Delayed also is using loop components in Outlook Desktop. You've already got this in your browser version. Uh, it's now expected to, uh, to to be rolled out by late February this year. Okay, so a few more delays for Outlook. The recall of red messages now due by mid-February. Now it's important that you know about this because you might read an email, then it might disappear because the person recalled it and you're not sure whether you actually saw it or not. So it's important that you and your colleagues know that the ability to recall red messages, which is the new part, uh, is coming, but it's a little bit delayed. What else we got here? Uh, the cloud signatures. So you get a new computer, you gotta recreate your, your signature or copy it from an old one. It's going to be stored on your account rather than on the machine, but you now by late April. That's make a few changes that have pushed it back until it was properly ready. Now, these one to watch, ones to watch, just a reminder, folks, that this means that these are almost always from the roadmap and you've got a title and maybe a one paragraph, half a paragraph to tell me about it. Um, so these are just, just scant details and I'll probably tell you more about them next month. Uh, bookable time. So it's just, um, just, it's just a, a page that allows people to go to and they can see when they can book time. They can manage that time they're booking with you. So it's just a nice experience to, to get that time of you. It says due January, but... Uh, obviously, I'm not sure whether I'm just missing something. Uh, maybe I'll revisit that next month and see what's going on with that time-wise. Desktop accessibility uh, ribbon. So it's just they're just doing a better job and, and surfacing the accessibility ribbon um, on the desktop version of, uh, of Outlook. That's due March. I'll tell you more about that next month. Okay, let's see what's going on over in SharePoint. External file request in for SharePoint document libraries. This looks awesome. So it's going to look something like this. Now this, if I'm honest, is actually from OneDrive. You can see I've just kind of put a little note down there. And what it means is that you can go to a library in, in, in SharePoint and you can, from that location, click this request files and that will send 
a uh, it'll, it'll send an invite uh, an email to the, to the person outside your organization or wherever they are and when they upload a file the file that you've requested it will go in this location and I think it's a great alternative to them emailing it to you and then then you then you um, you upload it um, that third point on there it could be dependent so there's some chat on um, on Twitter where I shared this about whether this is dependent on on external uh, access to to, to shot files and SharePoint for, for for this to work, or whether that's been decoupled and actually uh, it's not dependent on this. But I, I wonder whether a lot of organisations won't allow this because of the external elements of it, or if it's external. And can it be internal requests only and not external? We wait to see when it comes out, and it's due early February. Okay, a quick delay. So private drafts for SharePoint pages and news now due by late February. Um, I'm, I've talked about that quite a few times, so let's just uh, move on. Uh, the SharePoint site templates, which were announced in December, now might actually come in February. Those last couple there, folks, um, the, make sure you hop over to the blog, read the SharePoint section, uh, and then you can uh, read all about those. Okay, let's see what's happening in stream. So Microsoft have given notice on the classic version of Stream. So you might already know this. So we have the classic version of Stream, which you, you kind of, you've traditionally accessed through the Nine Little Darts, the app launcher. Now, what you might start noticing already in your organization is that it's defaulting to this one in the bottom right-hand corner. So this is that the, the, the new version, so Stream on SharePoint. Um, and a lot of people, I've got to be honest, right, so for some of the stuff that I do, I find myself going back to a classic by clicking on that icon there. Um, anyway, so given notice, uh, so 15th of February, 2024. Um, some features uh, may retire earlier. So for example, unless your organization does something about this by opting out of these dates, you won't be able to update new, upload new videos from the 15th of May this year, and you won't be able to access Classic Stream at all after the 15th of October 2023. So, so maybe your organization's already uh, communicated with you what they're doing and how the migration's gonna work. So between those two and the migration from the old to the new. Anyway, so you might hear the new service referred to as uh, Stream on SharePoint, and I'm pretty sure your organization is going to be telling you about that, or they certainly should be at least thinking about it. Okay, so sticking with uh, with, with Stream, so they are um, they're releasing more and more features all the time for the online version to just to to to, to get it up to feature parity so that you're not losing out, but also to, to make it better so you go so, so you kind of you're okay with the change. Um, okay, so you can create, view, and share playlists. So look at the screen here. So you can see here that I'm about to create a list, but I'm doing this in so it's a playlist, but I'm starting it in Microsoft Lists. And what I'm going to do is that I'm going to select playlist. So let's click on that. And now I look at the template. So do I want to use this template? Yes, I do. Okay, good. So there I've got my playlist ready to share, ready to populate. And I'm going to choose some files. I've got my, my files, my recent, and I can go to other places as well. Select them. And there you go, folks. There is my playlist ready to share. 
that folks is due late january uh to late february uh this year i I'd, i think that's probably worth going and checking now actually to see whether that is available so sticking with stream the video analytics uh, plugin for the web so just to see like uh, uh, you might be familiar with um i don't know the performance uh, on web pages or in teams like 7 30 90 days uh you're gonna get that for for your videos as well uh due late february this year i'll probably tell you more about that another time want to watch timeline markers in teams meetings look at this one so it's it knows it knows my name and and obviously when they're um when a meeting's recorded the ai behind the scenes kind of knows what's being being said and when they say my name it's going to create a marker so i can jump to those bits where people are talking about me or giving me tasks to do probably more like okay that kind of leads us on really nicely into teams actually doesn't it so let's see what we've got in teams actionable missed call notifications in the teams activity feed okay so just a quick one now so someone's uh, called me i've missed it i don't have to go to my calls or, or go and have a look in the calls app on the left hand side right from there i can just click call and i can just make the call right from there so i think it's easier to spot your missed calls and to and to call back that person due uh, mid-february in teams okay teams in context stores okay so the example we see on the screen here is that a person is looking at uh, at a chat they've clicked the, uh, the little plus sign at the top and you can see here that the store is showing so we've got our apps and we've got our, our, our store here and we can add from there now you will see a slightly different experience when you're in in the chat tab or message extensions or, or your app mentioning or the, or the bot menus look out for that folks i think that's going to be um it just it just to the in context bit it's just trying to be more helpful and showing you things that you can use in that particular context due late january to late february this year okay another absolutely stellar update automatic lowering of people's hands once they speak how many times have you been in a meeting and the speaker says hey bob is your hand up again or is it still up from, from last time or, or when you're running or you're in training or presenting and you look and you see a couple of hands up and you're not sure whether that person has got another question or they just left their hand up anyway look at this so that person is going to get this notification and say we've noticed that you've spoken and we're about to put your hand down in a few seconds and you have to you have to do the intervention you have to say keep it raised if you want to if you want to uh to leave it up um da -da -da. yeah we got a notification desktop only for now june mid to late march 2023 that's one of my most popular tweets over the last uh over the last couple of months i would say that's had the most uh, likes and the most uh, retweets that's i think that's going to be it's one of those really small things very quickly you'll get used to the fact that you've got it but i think it's going to be a really nice update wiki retirement this is interesting so do you remember we used to always get uh, in teams a a wiki with every single channel and then they stopped doing that uh, and then you didn't get the wiki so wikis are being replaced with uh, OneNote. Now I really like this. I really like OneNote. I always encourage people to add a OneNote, especially if um, well not always. That's not quite right. But if we're having um, uh, ch we have channel calendars or we've got a channel a meet channel that's that's dedicated to meetings, 
I'll have to, we'll often have um, one note up there. So I really like the fact that they're embracing one note. I think also this is going to be a gateway to one note for a lot of people who just have no, don't have any reason to use it. This will be a nice, easy way into one note. And I think they're going to, I think people who are new to one note are going to really like this. So you can still access your existing wikis, but you can't create any new ones. And you've got the option to export them. So let's click on this wiki here. I'm going to get the option to export that to, um, to uh, to notes, so it's going to appear as notes. By the way, sorry, it's going to appear as notes, but it's actually going to be OneNote, due mid February 2023. And I think that's quite a big change for a lot of people. One of the reasons that I like it is that the people who know how to use OneNote, who haven't used wikis before, don't need to learn something new. Now I know, of course, wikis are nice and easy to use, but actually people who can use that tool already why should they have to learn another one so i think that's a really good consolidation of the skills that people already have video filters in teams meetings this new feature in teams meetings allows you to augment your video with some special effects let's have a look down here we've got some wavy things small wavy things there proper wave there and some other effects um yeah. Yeah, it's nice enough, right? I don't know what to say about it. It's a bit like, uh, okay, so if, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a way to express yourself. Now, it's interesting. It's going to be provided by Microsoft and third-party uh, partners. I um, Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Maybe I'm just a bit uh, grumpy about, um, I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, you have some pretty patterns on your video <laughs> before I sound like I'm too negative about it and say that I can't see the point of it and I do find myself wondering whether will this increase bandwidth for the CPU on your computer or will it be dependent on the machine that you've got uh, but I'm sure people will love it due February to late April amazing expanded view of the profile card in Teams so these screenshots are actually from Outlook. So you get this skinny kind of abbreviated version here and you can expand it and you can see a lot more information about the person. I know it's small. Let's see if we can just go in. So contact organization, files, emails, LinkedIn. So you got a lot more information and that is coming to Teams. And it's going to look something like this. So when you, uh, when you click on someone, you're going to be able to see a lot more information about them. It's already available in Outlook. So if you're curious, hop over to, to Outlook and have a look. Uh, code to Teams, February to April this year. Okay, that pretty much wraps up Teams. Let's have a look at what's going on around Microsoft 365. So not going to be a lot, but uh, this is interesting. Now, when people give praise, it's going to start surfacing on your card inside Teams. So um, in praise, it's great that you can give people praise and you can you can um, just show your appreciation of them. Now, it's going to show up for people um, who you've chatted with or engaged with in the last year, so not everybody, and you can see theirs as well. Now, you've got the ability, if you want to, to disable that. So if you don't want people seeing all the praise that they've given you, um, then, um, then you can turn that off. Now, different organizations have different cultures so if you've got a culture of and different countries and, uh, and, and, and cultures and organizations have got different cultures um, but I've had some light-hearted ones from colleagues that I might not necessarily want showing up on there um, so some people might turn that off I certainly 
that probably wouldn't be my bag having that showing off i'd probably turn it off but anyway folks that is due early to late february this year okie dokie so over the uh, christmas break i did uh, this exam on the, the power platform fundamentals and i found it very interesting i've done a blog post we just pull that across for you so here's a blog post i've done which tells you a little bit about it uh, information about the exam itself, uh, my suggestion for your study steps, uh, where to get the information, the skills that are measured, some of the resources, and then all the topics that you'll see when you are going through the learning path and doing the uh, some of the sample questions, the sort of topics you see, I've listed them down, so there's loads of stuff in here. So I wouldn't say read this from beginning to end, but it might be, that um, that you want to just you want to find you see virtual agents, but you then just keep working down, and you see all the links maybe the virtual agents in or environments. Um, but definitely worth going check that out, folks. That exam I found uh, super interesting. Gives you a nice broad uh, introduction to all of the Power Platform um, basic topics. But go and check that out. Um, hopefully that will be useful to you. Okay, so what we got? So. I'm just going to, have to just flag the uh, my Twitter feed to you. So uh, in the notes, you'll see a link to Twitter. Go over and have a look, click on it. Click on follow. And then you see this little bell here. And select that, and then you'll be notified. Generally speaking, my tweets go out at 7.30 a.m. Uh, UK time. Um, so you, I, I don't I don't tend to tweet about personal stuff or, or, or political or anything controversial. I tend to keep it on topic. But go and check that out, folks. And you can see there, uh, at SuperSimple365. Also check out uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, there's the podcast if you prefer that. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you want early notification of, of, of uh, the, the updates, uh, sign up for the newsletter on the blog and you get an email. But that's it, folks. That is our update for January. So we've looked back at January, and I think that's been announced or delayed, and maybe we've looked at some stuff that's coming soon. And I hope to see you next month.